Hey wine fans, Chris here. As you might know, last week was American Thanksgiving, which is something I knew until I drank at American Thanksgiving, and then I forgot. And then I remembered that I had a new episode to put out, but not on the week that I celebrated American Thanksgiving, which again is a holiday. So instead, this week, I'm thrilled to introduce our first ever encore presentation of an episode featuring my friend Adam Tobach. His short film, Adam Adamson, Licensed Realtor, is premiering at the LA Comedy Fest this weekend. That's right, this is a rerun that is irrelevant to you if you are one of my dozen listeners in Los Angeles. And if you are, well, dear God, stop breathing because I hear that's not healthy anymore. But take a minute to look up the LA Comedy Fest, where you will find my friend Adam Tobach and his film, Adam Adamson, Licensed Realtor. And if you can't figure out how to Google those words in a row, don't worry, because there's a link in the show notes. Now get ready and enjoy a rerun that isn't a rerun if you drink as much as I do, because honestly, who can remember what you've listened to on Chris Tries to Review Wine? Hit it, guys. Except instead, you're just going to hear me next, because the theme song, well, that that's yet to come. Hey, Adam. Hey, Chris. I have a question for you, uh, because you used to be a bartender. Yes. Did you ever work at a bar that served canned wine? No, I did not. No, you worked at classier bars that did not serve canned wine. Yes, I used to get fired from many bars. Oh, did you get fired because of canned wine? No, I got fired because I was an asshole. Sure. Did you ever think that maybe the next asshole move in your life was to show up with a bunch of cans of wine and just tell the guests, like, this is what we serve here? I don't know. I can tell you, though, I'm extremely excited to taste this canned wine. Oh, my God. Are we going to drink some canned wine? I think that's what we're going to do. It's what we're going to do here on a new episode of Chris Tries to Review Wine. Hit it, guys. Recording live in New York, it's Chris Tries to Review Wine with your special guest, Adam Toback. A delicious can of Dark Horse Pinot Grigio. Musical guest, the Decembrists. And your host, the man who puts the Ono in wino, Chris Barlow. Okay. Hey, Adam. Hey, Chris. We're drinking canned wines because it is, of course, everyone's favorite alcohol-related October festivity, Cantoberfest. I love the name. It's you love Cantoberfest. I You've do. been celebrating it for years, I'm, I'm sure. I, You know, it's funny because I, I tend to avoid drinking wine in general because I get... Uh, oh, I get, terrible headaches, which is why... Got you have Tylenol that, uh, with me. big gulp size of Tylenol with you. <laughs> it's about the size of that can, actually. It really is. You know, uh, you could pair it perfectly. Yeah, I, I'm, I have, I'm, I'm all ready for that. I'm, I'm, I'm totally, I'm in it to win it here. Then I'm so. really excited to crack open this can. Ooh! As I pour the glasses, would you like to describe for our viewers the rather uh, striking design of Dark Horse Pinot Grigio? Yeah, it's got this sort of uh, silver green thing going on, and there's a 
a, there is a dark horse. A dark the, horse. It's very Nordic looking. I don't know. Yeah, right? it has a yeah, it has something that looks like it could be um, from Game of Thrones, like yeah. a, a sigil. And there's it's a, a sigil. There's a yes, yeah. That, I guess that's a sigil. I don't know what a sigil H- is. House but... horse. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I Adam actually... of House Horse. Sure. And that means it's time for proper tasting technique, okay. beginning as always with the sniff. Go ahead, Adam. Sniff that wine. Oh, Ooh, yeah. and tell us, yeah, what do you smell? Oh, it's a really just Ooh. a clean, fruity. I was gonna say sugar. almost like Mr. Clean. Yeah. It, it's uh it's fruity. It's almost a little lemony or citrusy. There's something yeah. like um, I feel like I could disinfect my kitchen counters with this. Yeah. But in a good way. It smells a lot better than I would have anticipated a canned wine to smell. Yeah, especially right a canned jump. wine that has such a, a kind of broy yeah. design. There is something extremely masculine well, about this uh, horse and, like, and about the fonts. The winemaker is a woman, though. Her name is Beth, and she signed her signature's lovely. She's the winemaker. I Beth, I can't read script, but I'm going to say it's Beth Lustin. Mmm, and I'm lusting after this wine, <laughs> after taking a sniff. But you know what? We don't know if it's really good until we take a sip. Okay. So go ahead and take a sip. Tell me, uh, what do you taste? I mean, I taste, it's definitely dry, medium bodied, light acidity with a fruit finish. Wow, you just used the like full bartender technique right there. I, I used, am really impressed. I used to say that about basically every wine that I had and everyone would be like, oh yeah, that's exactly right. And I'd be like, I have no idea if that was... <laughs> that's yeah, you just kind of picked enough words where I'm like, yeah, there's a body. I don't know if there's a lot or a little. Some medium sounds right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go with all that though because that's... That was stuck in back in my cerebellum, and it just came forth. Yeah, it's but not it's, bad. It's not bad. I, 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 for a canned wine, I gotta say, it's not bad. No, it's crisp. It's refreshing. It's not too sweet or too fruity. But it's, I, yeah. it's not too tart either, which right. is uh, something that you could run into with your Sauvignon Blancs. You know right. what I mean? I, I could. I mean, this could pair so well with like like a white fish or a pasta dish, you know, something like that. Yeah, light, I which think. which I kind of expect. It's Pinot Grigio style. It is a California yeah. wine, so it's not from Italy, but it's an Italian style. And that would go great with your, you know, um, let's say, fettuccine Alfredo al yeah. fish. Yeah, or like a fish pasta. They have fish and pasta. Yeah, right? sure. You can put a fish in a pasta. I'm sure Olive Garden has put <laughs> a whole shark in a pasta. They put a whale in a pasta. <laughs> Whale? Have you eaten whale? No, but I would love to. I would love to. Before they all die. That's kind of like my to thought. Eat, before all of them die, I'd like to try one. That is what's going to kill them all, of course. That's true. But we do have to save some of them. There is that organization, I think, Save yeah, the Whales. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I could get behind not eating certain whales. The cute ones, for example. Right, but killer whales, like if there was killer whale sushi... Holy shit, like I would oh, totally. Oh yeah, those rolls would be huge. Black and white roll, like oh, that sounds man. great. Oh man, maybe we can just be okay with, you know, eating anything that's killer. Killer yeah. whale, yeah. killer axe murderer. Like that whole if free- it's a killer, I mean, you can eat it. Free Willy is just a, a giant fucking piece of propaganda in my opinion. They're killer whales, they're not nice. They're, they're gonna kill you. They're literally you know, in the name, killer whales. It's everything that's wrong with America. Big whale just pushing its agenda on the country. <laughs> But you know what else might be a killer? This wine. No, it's great. I, I'm I'm happy you introduced it to me. Uh, I'm not a wine 
purchaser as you as I, I buy wine for when I go to like parties, but I always feel like that's such a boring fucking thing to bring to a party. It's like I oh, oh look I up Jack. No, 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 no. Come on, like hold on. Like you're going to a party and like oh look how special you are. You got to go to around the, the nearest place around the corner. You bought and you you know you're 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 there. And none of us have money. And and so we're all looking, all right, do I spend $13 or $14? Are they going to look it up how much I spent? I I try to spend at least at least $12 to $13 on a bottle. On a, on a gift bottle, on a yeah. party bottle. I think that's pretty fair. You yeah, can get away with spending less if it's really good. Yeah. But you're running a risk there. Well, I think it was Anthony Bourdain. I saw a video where he said, if you're in that like 9 or $10, even $11 range... If you can bring it up two dollars, you're gonna get extra, something a lot yeah, better. Yeah, that extra two dollars if you're in the thirteen, fourteen range. I, I, I'm not paraphrasing, but I, I, I think you're onto something there. And uh, I'm gonna tease that next month after Cantoberfest, we're going to wade into the depths of Cab Vember. Cab as in Cabernet, Vember as in the month after Cantoberfest. Oh wow, Cab Vember. The the wordplay is just. It's oh, out of I world. know. I, I mean, that's why that's why I do this yeah. for the wordplay, and more importantly for the wine. And in Cab Vember, I'm going to be doing a taste test between uh, two wines, one of which costs about half as much as the other, but they are both Trader Joe's picks, so they're both relatively budget wines. Great, and it proves this point to a T. Spoiler alert: I just ruined the episode. Good news is it's not coming out until Cab Vember, so you can drink a lot and forget that you know the answer now. I'll be tuning in, for sure. I can't wait. It's going to be great. And you know what I'm going to be tuning into? Your film. Yeah. In fact, I already tuned in. I watched it. Again, spoilers, Chris. <laughs> but Adam, you, you've got a short film coming out. I do. Uh, it's called Adam Adamson, Licensed Realtor. Ooh, why don't you tell us a bit about it? Yeah, I, I made this short film. It's, uh, it's a promotional video. For a real estate agent, I am a real estate agent. When I got into the business, I started seeing all of these uh, shitty promotional videos that real estate agents were making for themselves. And I started thinking about why we are all so pressured to promote ourselves only in our best light. And I was curious about what it would look like to produce a promotional video that also kind of documented someone's descent into madness. Um, And I do think that there's a huge pressure on us with social media and technology to always be promoting ourselves in our best light. And I, I don't know, I, I, I think that that's part of why we're having a hard time talking to each other earnestly, honestly. I think it's, uh, you know, so I made the film and I, I hope it makes people laugh and I hope that it uh, makes people wonder what, what it could be like if we were a little bit more honest with some of the struggles we go through as well as some of the good stuff we go through. I think that's a very good point about life today. Although, for the record, my life is as great as it looks on social media. <laughs> and if anyone questions it, I will come at you. But one of the things I love about the film is, uh, you know, it all takes place through uh, a viewing of an apartment or multiple apartments, really, because mm-hmm. he's a, an apartment realtor. I believe What's the line at the bottom? Trust, integrity, apartments. Yeah. It's just, it, it feels like the Salino and Barnes of the real estate world, if you're familiar. But what I love about it taking place in like a series of apartment showings is that it kind of gets to the fact that the home is where you have your like unguarded, most authentic self, mm-hmm. where you do go to cry in the shower or yeah. where you do go to kind of water your sad little plant alone. Yeah. Uh, not that I have any of those things, <laughs> but 
if you did, that's what you kind of see in glimpses in this film juxtaposed with the shiny veneer we put on it all. Yeah. But really, if I'm looking for an apartment, I want to know, okay, yeah, if the shower needs a minute to warm up, that's fine. But can I cry in the shower for 45 <laughs> minutes after a bad day? Because honestly, that's a deal breaker. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I've always been... In, in my writing, I'm always fascinated uh, with using space as a character. And since I got into real estate, I've noticed that there's just a ton of reality TV out there um, about real estate. There's a huge audience for it. There's not a lot of narrative content about real estate, real estate agents. And like it is the craziest business. There's the most eclectic group of people <laughs> and mental health issues I can think of of any industry. And so... I think it's just fun to kind of highlight some of that stuff. I think it's entertaining. I'm not trying to exploit it, I don't think. But at the same time, you know, I've had some mental health issues in the past that I was terrified to reveal to anyone. Um, and I think making this film helped me come to terms with a lot of it. I spent time in a, in a psychiatric facility, um, regulated on new medication. And it was a part of my life that I was just terrified to, to reveal to anybody. So making the film really helped me um, be a little bit more open about it and and also hopefully try to contribute to the conversation that has been going on about mental health and mental health awareness. And so, you know, there it is a comedy and I am a comedy writer, but I, I, I am trying to inject a little bit of my own past experiences into it as well. So, And where can people come check it out? So it is actually going to premiere at the IFC Center on uh, October 24th, 7 p.m. It's part of a block of shorts for the Greenwich Village Film Festival. A lot of great shorts that are going to be there as well as mine. So if you're in New York and you like IFC Center, it's one of my favorite places to see movies. Come check it out. I have to say, I love seeing things at the IFC Center. Uh, that is like saying ATM machine, I just want you to know. It's it's <laughs> uh, it's the IFC. Uh, and it's been a dream of mine to... I mean, I've been going there since I'm growing. It's been a dream. Here, let me shit on your dreams. You're saying it wrong. You're saying it's the IFC Center. <laughs> yeah, sure, it's your dream. Uh-huh. No, I love it there. My anecdote was that I once saw Spaceballs there with, like, nobody else. But, man, that is a sad, lonely anecdote. It's all, But it's also, it's right outside the train. There's, like, a McDonald's across the street. There's a basketball court. It's not in, like, the most glamorous part of the Bridge no. Village. But I grew up in the West Village, so to, to be able to screen this in the village is, is, is huge for me. So I'm really excited. That's great. Uh, where can people <laughs> find out uh, showtimes and get tickets? It is uh, GreenwichVillageFilmFestival.com. And I think you just Google, right? Is that what the old yeah, people do? Yeah. Just Google, ask Alexa for Greenwich Village Film Festival and you'll it'll come up and you'll get the tickets or whatever. Amazing. That's my old Jewish. Amazing. I have other voices, but I'll we're not going to go there. I'll include a link in the show notes as well. For oh, the, nice. For the millennials oh, who know how to use show notes. Right, right. Got it. Are we millennial? I'm a millennial. Yeah, God. you're a millennial. I'm sorry Jeez. to say. It's terrible, what but we are. a fucking horrible generation, right? And, and, you know, that's why we review millennial things here on this podcast, <laughs> like canned wine. Specifically, Dark Horse Pinot Grigio. It's a 2017 California Pinot Grigio in a pretty striking silver can. That's about what I have to say about it. I am still enjoying it, though. No, me too. It has, it definitely has, what What, what does it say when, like, you know, it almost, the taste changes the longer it's It opens it. up. Yeah, it yeah. opens up, is yeah. what you're saying. I know some wine words, too, Mr. Bartender. <laughs> 
I gotta say, I, I'm st- completely stealing this joke from someone. I don't know where I heard it, but there was a, a, a comedian that was like, when he was bartending, someone would ask him, uh, what's, the, um, what's the difference between the, the Merlot and the Cabernet? And he said, a dollar. <laughs> Sounds about right. Which means it is time for one of my favorite games. And this one is a challenge this week. It's how much did it cost? Pan edition. And this one is a tricky one because I often shop at a discount uh, location known as Trader Joe's. And this one is actually from my local corner liquor store, which as a lifelong New Yorker, I'm sure you know, is a price gamble. Oh, yeah. It's like playing Russian roulette with your wallet. Pick it up, walk up to the counter. What will it be? Right, right. And so here we have just one can of Dark Horse Pinot Grigio. What do you think this cost me down the street from my apartment? I'm going to say $3.99. Wow. For the first time in a long time, the guest is wrong in the wrong direction. Because this was actually $8.99. Wow. I know. The look on your face. The only reason I wish that this was, you know, a video of some kind is for the look on your face right now. As you turn back to this can of wine with a look that says, I trusted you. Well, I, I believed in I you. I just, I feel like I owe you money now. That's a very, ex- that's a very expensive can of wine. It's literally the only canned wine my corner liquor store had. And that's I wanted to find out. That was my experiment for this episode. What canned wine can I just get down the street from I mean, my apartment? You know, you can get two glasses out of it, right? You can. You can get a little more than two glasses or two really good glasses, yes. for sure. I mean, I think, honestly, I think it's worth it. I mean, I... Then let me blow your mind by telling you the average retail price of a full bottle of Dark Horse Pinot Grigio is $7.99. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um... But the look at the can. Right. The can is just so striking and masculine, and yet feminine with this nice uh, touch of cursive writing. I'm just wondering, uh, though, about it, the margins there, because if you're selling a bottle for, what did you say, 7 Seven ninety nine. And a can for eight ninety nine. I would have to wonder what the what the reasoning behind that is. That's very strange. I believe it's called late stage capitalism. Yeah, and we love it here at Chris tries to review wine <laughs> almost as much as we love the wines we taste. Which means I, you know, I want to come back to the fact that you're a bartender, and I yeah. want your expert opinion mm-hmm. for the final verdict here. Yeah, uh, you told me you used to work at kind of upscale bars, lots of wine, mm-hmm. which I'm sure was very fun as someone who gets headaches when he drinks wine. Yeah, so I want to know, and who doesn't sleep? Uh, imagine you've had this now how would you describe it to a customer i would probably say to 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 go with something a little like something else actually (laughs) that's probably what you are one of the honest bartenders out there yeah uh but i want to know what's your final verdict your final rating out of five because if you're not going to recommend it i'm guessing a number in the back of my head i want to know am i right what do you rate this wine I'm going to give it a 3.5. Jesus, everyone is so generous on this show, and I don't know why. 3.5 is lovely of you. I expected you to say two after that. I I just like the effort here that was done. I like the packaging. The work that went into it. Honestly, I mean, the packaging, I think, made it 
better. I, I don't know how, how to explain that, but I think it... No, yeah. there is something nice and striking and clean about the packaging on this. I like their can design. I like their typography. And I like their description on the back. We didn't have time earlier to do a dramatic reading of the wine label, which I love to do. But right now, we have a very talented uh, actor from his own short film here. Would you like to, in your best realtor voice, yes. read us the description on the back of the can? 100%. <clears throat> Dark Horse Pinot Grigio. Crisp, elegant, citrus. Here's to dark horses everywhere. This California Pinot Grigio offers notes of apple and hints of lemon, complemented by a subtle minerality and an elegant finish. Never underestimate a dark horse. Wow. I have to say, that was a really well-read reading of the wine can Thank you. label. I, re can? I rehearsed it. You don't beautiful. know that by rehearsing. Well, you know, I did wonder why you were in my apartment this morning, but now <laughs> I know. The main thing is, is that it didn't give me a headache. And I, I don't oh, even wow, need, I don't didn't? even need this Tylenol. Oh my God. I was going to say, I thought that that description was surprisingly accurate for a, a, a wine label description. I'm like, I get what they're saying here, no, but I, I, I like, now am just thrilled to hear that you're headache free. I'm headache free. I may end up drinking this wine again, thanks to you. And that's what we call doing God's work here at Chris Tries to Review Wine, where you can join me live on November 1st at the Lounge at Dixon Place for Chris Tries to Review Wine Live. That is a live taping of Chris Tries to Review Wine with my special guest, comedian Mary Sella. We will be tasting the wines available for you at the Lounge at Dixon Place. Admission is free. Wine is reasonably priced because this is a capitalist society. So come join us. And guess what? You'll have a great time. Like I had a great time. I had a great time, Chris. We're imagining this future where we had a great time, and I imagine it feels a lot like this it does. right now with you. Where can people find you on the internet? At AdamsAPTS on Instagram. Uh, I have some shitty real estate comedy memes. That's, that's my main internet at the moment. Fantastic. We yeah. can find you there. And you can find us at ChrisTriesToReview.wine. Until next time, thanks, Adam. Cheers, Chris. Chris Tries to Review Wine is written, directed, and produced by Chris Barlow in association with Dapper Devil Productions. You can find out more about the show and the wines we taste at ChrisTriesToReview.wine. That's right, it's ChrisTriesToReview.wine. Wine.